CW Radio, your information station. Hello, everybody, and welcome to WDW Radio Live. Today is Wednesday, August 22nd, 2012. I am Lou Mangello from WDWRadio.com, and we are coming to you live from Disney's, I almost say Grand Californian. It's not. It's the Contemporary Resort Hotel and spa in the Grand Canyon Concourse. Uh, we are joined by a number of friends who have come by you in the box and a number of you have come out of the box. I want to welcome you guys all to the show. Welcome out of the box. This um, friendly face that you see here is Glenn Whalen from PrettyGoodMovieRide.com and Googling WDW. And that guy is Scott Otis from Otisburg. We'll get to meet some of the other people here uh, throughout the night. But first, before we get started, I want to thank tonight's sponsor. It is Basque Skincare. And you're probably saying to yourself, Lou, self, what does Basque Skincare have to do with Disney? What does Basque Skincare have to do with well, Disney? I'm going to tell you. They have a. Uh, a do they have something for they my do. hair? You see, do you see this mural right behind here? Yes. Designed by Mary Blair. Mary Blair, yeah. who also designed the mural from. It's a small world. It's, it's small a small world. world. They have actually a, uh, a partnership with Disney in a uh, It's a Small World skincare line. Okay. And this month, they are having the Cutest Little Dreamer contest. Now, when you see Cutest Little Dreamer, you're probably thinking Lou Mangello, right? No. I had Scott Otis. Uh, you mind, thought Scott Otis. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not, um, it's not Lou Mangello or Scott Otis. Uh, what they're looking to have you do is post a picture of your little dreamer, again, not me, but your baby, your child, to the Basque Skincare Facebook page. And the picture that gets the most likes by August 31st is gonna get a Basque Disney It's a Small World Loving Touch gift set. <laughs> As if you visit, visit facebook.com slash Basque Skincare. You can find out how to upload, like their page as well too. Um, the, and you're, so you're probably saying, what is this little, like what is, now what does skincare have to do with babies? Now what does skincare have to do with babies? You, they actually have products, not just for moms and moms-to-be and moms who have given birth to their little bundles of joy, but they actually have products to help lull the little ones to sleep, best skincare, where were you seven years ago with my kids? Can we try it because on it, I, Yeah, does this work on adults too? Or me, maybe. <laughs> because the chloroform you keep working on him yeah, is not really the, the recommended method. Um, they use lavender. You, Emily, you know, lavender, it's sort of nature's answer to, uh, to sweet dreams. Pretty much. I, she used to be a baby and she's not I anymore. Um, but yeah, if you are a mom or if you're pregnant, they've got a lot of great Disney-branded skincare products. Check them out over at Basque NYC and again, facebook.com slash Basque Skincare to enter the contest. All right, let's get into this week's Walt Disney World news. I have my Basque Skincare. I have, my skin is creamy. I've got so my lavender. Um, right? And I feel relaxed. I feel very relaxed. But let's get to the important news of the week. Right? Okay. There's lots of stuff going on, but you know when I say important news, you know exactly what I'm talking about, don't you? Absolutely. You know it has something to do with dining. Yummy. And this week, the reservations for the Be Our Guest restaurant opened on Monday at 7 a.m. to what you were saying were literally hundreds of thousands of phone calls into the Disney reservation system. Jamie is nodding. Other people are nodding because many of us set our alarms for 6.45 that morning, started dialing about 6.55, and were met with uh, some busy signals. Some bu We literally crashed the Disney phone system to try and... 
the lines out the door to 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 guest relations. Wow, to make reservations uh, today. Actually, you were able to start making your reservations online for the BR Guest Restaurant. Uh, reservations obviously only open for dinner, as it's a counter service location uh, during lunchtime. It is a going to be a very French themed. It's after all, miss. This is France, so it's going to. You see what I did there? We. Oui. It's a, right. Thank you. <laughs> so it's going to be uh, very French inspired. So at lunch. Uh, what they're going to do is they're going to bring in those ordering kiosks like they have over at Pecos Bill. You'll walk up like here at the Contempo Cafe. You'll punch in your order. You'll get a receipt. But the nice thing is at lunch, not only do you get, and I'm going to totally blow the pronunciation of no, croquet monsieur, a grilled steak sandwich, or a, how is it? Croque. Croque monsieur. I'll leave it to the guy from the UK to correct my French. And tuna niçois salad. And steak sandwich. Oh, steak yeah, sandwich. Grilled steak sandwich. I blew that. Um, there's also going to be staffed cashier stations, but the nice thing about this that I really like is that whether you order by cashier or at the kiosk, a castle servant, a court jester, is going to deliver your meal to your table on real plates. No paper plates, no paper cups. You're going to be delivered uh, real like they do in Disneyland and a lot of the restaurants here. We talk about how Rancho de Zocalo, some of the other places, uh, you're given real china, real silverware. So. I think it's another sort of step in really classing. You're really classing up the uh, the joint over at the, the BR Guest Restaurant. It's a real place. It's a, that's a big change. It is a big change. And, because we, and we can ask them if the gray stuff is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could. At dinner, at dinner, this I can pronounce. You're going to have rotisserie rock hen, grilled strip steak, sautéed shrimp and scallops, and ratatouille confit. And I'm going to blow it. Bialdi, Bial, I don't, you're getting ratatouille. You're going to get, so I get a lot of French. Don't make, listen, I may not be able to pronounce it, but I can sure as eat it. I, trust me, that's not going to be an issue. Pronunciations. Um, and the other thing too, you're going to be able to eat in three different and distinct locations as well too. The West Wing, you're going to have sort of Beast Enchanted Rose there. I think there's going to be a lot of. It is forbidden. The, the, the West, West Wing, Wing is forbidden. forbidden. I always had a really bad beast impression. But um, the ballroom, which I think is going to be really the sort of the centerpiece, sort of right out of that uh, finale scene. And the Rose Gallery is one that we haven't really seen any concept art for as yet, too. So uh, very excited. Uh, reservations opened starting for November 19th is going to be the first day, which is nice because it's actually before sort of the official opening right. of everything else on December 6th. Uh, did you have, do you have a reservation? Anybody have a reservation? One, sure. two? There, three. November 19th, anybody going day one? It's booked out through December 22nd, currently. Booked out, so according to, if this is wrong information, it's Mike Beckerman who says it's booked out till December 22nd. December 22nd. So I know a lot of people are really gunning for holidays and marathon weekend. Yeah. We're really, a lot of people are looking to uh, make their reservations. So people in the box are saying that they, um, uh, they have the reservations. They really like the lunch menu. And I, I like the idea, I'm really excited about the idea of them bringing your food to your place, instead of having to wait up there for your food, long lines up at the thing, it, it really adds a, uh, a nice sort of elegant touch to the restaurant. As long as we're talking about Fantasyland, uh, Disney on the blog this week uh, released a new piece of concept art, which really adds a lot of nice perspective to the layout of the land. If you go to One Man's Dream, you can see the model, but this concept art for a lot of people that can't get here really gives you a great idea of what it looks like from the top of Cinderella Castle. So you can see the locations, you can see the transition elements. That's what I was really curious to see, was how they represent a lot of the transition elements. So between Bell's Village and the Beast Castle and the Little Mermaid, the Mine Train and Storvik Circus, you can really see a lot of the boundaries between 
the existing castle courtyard and this Fantasyland forest. Uh, you can see sort of where the delineations line are, because there really is going to be a portal. It's going to be like going from land to land as you go from the, uh, the castle keep into the forest. Um, and the other thing too, which you didn't see on early concept art, but we've he heard a lot of Imagineers talk about, is a lot of greenery. You see how very lush, how very green, there's a lot of green spaces. I don't mean green as in environmentally friendly, I mean green as in places that you can sort of wander, you can sit, you can get some shade while the kids are off. Well, who am I kidding? We're gonna be off running around doing the attractions too. <laughs> but in theory, um, the other thing you can see too from that concept art is that they're, and you can see it now if you walk through Fantasyland is, they're adding snow to the top of the mountains. They're adding grass to the top of the mountains to give you a real sense of depth and perspective, um, which I like too. Again, this is gonna, the previews for Fantasyland are gonna open November 19th, the official opening on December 6th. Uh, have you been to the, so have you been to the Magic Kingdom lately and saw? Yeah, so you can really get a sense now of, yeah, and you can get a sense how big it really is too. Yeah. I think we're really not getting a sense of just how, how far and yes. how deep that really goes. And the thing I'm still, beyond Be Our Guest, what I'm really most excited about are the water features. Yeah. I know it sounds ridiculous, like I love the five waterfalls and the flowing river and all that kind of stuff. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm lying, it's the Be Our Guest restaurant. Yeah, it's Be Our Guest restaurant. It's, it's, it's clearly Be Our Guest restaurant. Um, it's a, look at me, I, listen, I didn't get this, this is all natural. This is all, I worked on this. Uh, um, if you were in the Magic Kingdom recently, you probably may have also noticed some of some covered areas by some of the attractions. These are the next-gen FastPass queues that are starting to go in. You'll see them um, over by uh, Peter Pan's flight. Haunted Mansion has them at the old Mike Fink keelboat dock. Um, you're seeing an exterior set of posts outside where I think you'll sort of swipe your card initially, and then when you go inside, it would be where they normally would collect the FastPass. It'll be interesting to see when they start rolling that out and start opening that up. Will that be in time for the opening of the Fantasyland expansion? So um, we were talking about this briefly as a lot of you guys were here, which is very odd. They're here watching the show live, but they're also connecting to the box via Ustream on like a 30 second delay. So I'm seeing myself 30 seconds after I'm talking, which is like kind of creepy. But we're talking about Wi-Fi. We've lost weight um, since then. Yeah, that's true. I'm wearing Spanx. Um, you know, the Basque skincare line is also very slimming. It helps to get rid of all those. Um, we're talking about Wi-Fi. So you were in the parks today, Emily, who is yeah. out of the box. Um, you were using the Wi-Fi in line to watch YouTube videos. We were and, using it the other day. Yeah. Right, so a lot of you guys are using the Wi-Fi in the park. They've actually extended the Wi-Fi, not to, well, to another park, but not to one of the other uh, theme parks, but one of the water parks. Typhoon Lagoon is the second park to get the free in-park Wi-Fi. We were laughing because what last time I was at with you guys and, and my family, that's where I spent my birthday, was it was the one place that you have to sort of disconnect. You right. want to leave your phone there. But I guess if you, you know, what's nice is, is if you're spending a full day there and maybe you have a cabana or a nice spot in the shade, maybe you do need to check your email, you want to upload some photos to Facebook or Twitter or one of the other social networks, it's nice to have that free Wi-Fi there. Don't bring, don't bring your phone, don't bring your phone into Humonga Cowabunga because it's not. You can bring your iPhone, but not your iPhone. You need, you need to eat. You have not eaten clearly. All right, so look, as long as we're eating all this food and we're getting um, as trip, we need to start running it off, right? We need to start walking uh, off. No. Come on, man, this is all you. Because Run Disney revealed this week uh, the finisher medal for the 20th anniversary Walt Disney World Marathon. And this medal alone, I know, 
has convinced a lot of people to start running. They're like, because I need this medal. It's an outer ring that has Walter's World Marathon the years 1994 and 2013, uh, 20 years. And there's a spinning ring inside with a different quote from Walt Disney on each side. So you bring a little bit of Walt into the marathon. Um, there's also a classic Mickey on the other, on one side and a modern Mickey on the other. Now registration for marathon weekend, January 10th to 13th, for the Goofy's Race and a Half Challenge. I never understood this. The half marathon one day, the full marathon next, 90% full. That's bonkers. That's, oh, that's, that's, that's silly nuts. talk. That's it. If there was a Goofy Eat and a Half Challenge, right. I would be there. All of it. The full marathon, 84% full. The half marathon, 79. The family fun run, 5K, which we're all doing. Yup. We right? We're doing it. You need to, oh, by the way, you're flying down for the 5K. We're all gonna do it together. <laughs> That's only 54% full. We're gonna walk it. We're not gonna walk it. We're gonna have fun. You guys who are there, come join us for the family fun one. Listen, we're gonna walk it. We're gonna have fun. I have my utility belt with Krispy Kreme donuts and Doritos on it. Yes. Yeah, we're doing it. And you get a cool medal. Uh, well, sharing is a bit of an, you obviously have never eaten with me before. Um, if you can't make, listen, if you can't make January, that's all right. You can come back in February, February 22nd to 24th. And I should be done by February. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, good, because you can register for the Princess Half Marathon, Princess. It, it ties in perfectly. We've got Fantasyland expanding. We've got Be Our Guest Restaurant. I'm expanding. The whole talk, <laughs> we are expanding. Um, so you can register for the Princess Half Marathon. If, if you if you want to run before that, Twilight Zone, yeah. Tower of Terror, ten mile a weekend, full. Yep. Walk it up. Can I, can you, I sign up for you that? You cannot sign. But you, you know what? You can do the Run Disney Kids races. I want <laughs> You know, I'm actually thinking about doing this. The Happy Haunted 5K Trail Run. Like that sounds run. fun. Yeah. It sounds fun. Sign us up. All right. And the Disney right. Villains Hollywood Bash After Party. Oh yeah. That will be there for. But I can't guarantee any running. Be some food there. I will run from kiosk to kiosk <laughs> to eat my way around the Villains Bash, but that's 68% full. So, so if you think about coming, it is, well, it's more of a, uh, a waddle at this point. <laughs> um, and Wine and Dine in November 9th and 10th, also half marathon, full. It will full. But if, you, uh, if you're a part of a charity organization, uh, some travel operators, you may be able to get in, sort of sneak in that way. And the Jingle Jungle 5K, 54% full, the kids' race is 53% full. Mm, so, who has run? Who has run a Walt Disney World endurance event? Me. You. I've done it. You have? I'm yeah. Another one really? In January. Absolutely. You did it though. You don't do as I say, not as I do, because he just did it. Decided the day of. You did three half marathons. That's sure that's did. a goofy right there. That's. And I'm over 12 years. years. Everest expedition. Everest. Everest? I've done Everest. Yeah. You're, you're thinking about it. You have not. Yeah, I did Everest. Well, that didn't count. <laughs> Swimming doesn't count. Swimming doesn't count. So, but if you listen, if you're thinking about doing, you guys should also join the. W, I mean, might as well shamelessly plug for the I WW Radio. <laughs> I was number five. You didn't finish number five. That was just your bib oh. number. Your bib <laughs> number was not your. Okay. But I told you, it doesn't matter what place you come in because everybody gets the same medal. Except I think the guy that comes in first. They didn't he give me a medal. They said, <laughs> <laughs> "Is it, sir?" You said you had to finish. Sir, it, we're re getting ready to open the park. It's almost 8 a.m. You need to finish the course, please. But yeah, join the running team uh, to benefit Make-A-Wish Foundation of America. Uh, all we ask is that you donate or raise $100 through the course of the year uh, directly to Make-A-Wish Foundation through the Dream Team page. There's a, uh, a small registration fee that gets you a. Um, 
the Bondi band, it gets you a sweet marathon running team shirt, a certificate, and free hugs, as many free hugs as you like. Nice. From Scott, so that may actually be a, a detracting thing. So um, that's, the, that's the news for this week, but I have an interesting rumor that I want to um, that I want to bring up to you guys and get your opinion on, and we're going to tie it back to the parks, okay. right? Um, because one of my favorite Disney movies is in talks of being remade. Have you heard sort of the, the buzz? Sort of last night and today, this came out. Jamie, you're, you're nodding. The Rocketeer. The Rocketeer. The Rocketeer. The Rocketeer. I feel bad um, for not knowing this. You don't know The Rocketeer. Emily, I don't know what your parents are doing. The Rocketeer? Would you help me? You need to spend more time with Uncle Lou. You have, oh, well, at least you know he has a jetpack. So, you know, we just saw the Avenger rail go by here at the Contemporary. And with, with the success of so many superhero and comic book movies, X-Men, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, The Avengers, I'm going to throw Spider-Man in there, too, because I'm a Spidey guy. Um, Disney is starting to consider remaking one of their very first superhero comic book movies. It was inspired by a comic book last Condor year. Condor Man was before Rocketeer. You know what? Condor Man <laughs> would have been a good choice, but they could not get the anybody right. to fit in the Condor suit. <laughs> um, so last year was the 20th anniversary of Joe Johnson's Rocketeer. Yeah. Uh, the timing might just be right to do this, uh, to, to remake the film. Um, at the time when the Rocketeer came out back in 1991, it was not a big enough box office or critical success to look into doing a sequel. But now that the uh, Disney Studios are sort of under new management, and I don't mean like an Atiki room kind of way of under new management, um, the Rocketeer looks like one of those things that may be up for sort of a reboot. You know, sort of looking at it again. Uh, Alan Horn, who is the, uh, the head of the studios, isn't sort of dissatisfied with you know what they're doing with Marvel and, and Pixar properties. Those are you know those planes are in flight. He wants to start looking at some of the older films. Now, when we were walking in today, you didn't know about this. I was asking you what film you thought it was, and you were guessing Black Hole, Condor Man. <laughs> well, although I would like to see Black Hole. Yeah, to Black Hole. I loved I loved Black Hole, but I wouldn't mind if they did that well, one again. What's strange for me is Captain America was directed by Joe Johnston as well, right. and they're very similar in why they succeed. Right, but. That doesn't mean you have to make it again because right. I think he would do a good job of doing what he did well with the original. What can they do now? Different because I don't think the problem with that was the it's not in the effects and, and right. the technology wasn't what brought that down. For well, me. So it's, it's like they remade Spider-Man. They rebooted Spider-Man and told him. And I think it was yeah. a it was a the story was a little bit different. You know, it sort of followed Peter Parker's origin, but it was sort of a different spin-out. And so for those of you who maybe have not seen The Rocketeer, and please go out and buy it. It's like $6 at Walmart. I'll, I'll buy it for you. Um, the story is about a pilot named Cliff Secord uh, back in the 30s with the help of his friend PV, played by... Alan Arkin. Thank you. Uh, he finds this secret rocket backpack prototype. Um, the jetpack. And he uses it to fight the Nazis. It's like Call of Duty, but on the big screen. Um, he saves the girl in 1930s Los Angeles, uh, no, Jennifer Connelly. Uh, Jennifer Jennifer Con you said the oh, words yeah. 1930s. Calm down, cool. everybody. I know it's Jenny Blake. We know it's Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. Um, and so if that, you know, you sort of talked about how the story is almost like Captain America. The character is almost sort of like an early yeah. Iron Man. You've got this guy with this metal suit with a, uh, with a rocket pack that it can fly although he's different than a Tony Stark character. I think part of the reason why, we've talked about this in the past, why the film may not have been 
so super popular and people gravitate towards it is because Cliff Secord is not Tony Stark. He doesn't have that edge. He's not the billionaire, playboy, philanthropist kind of thing. He's a good guy. Like, he's yeah. just a, a good guy. He didn't have any sort of a... And I love Captain America. He is my favorite Avenger. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, to your point, I don't know how they would do yeah. a reboot. Um, and I'm actually going to link in the show notes. We actually did a show about the Rocketeer at Walt Disney World. It's show number 256. If you visit www.radio.com slash 256, Jim Corcus and I, we walked through Disney's Hollywood Studios talking about the Rocketeer at Walt Disney World. So my questions, plural, for the week is, well, have you seen the Rocketeer? And unfortunately, uh, yeah. many of you, yeah. DVD, anybody who had DVD? Blu-ray. Blu-ray, 20th yeah. anniversary edition, yeah. nice. Um, you know, so to you in the box, I'm watching uh, as your as your um, chats are going by. You know, what do you think of the remake? What do you think of the idea of revisiting and rebooting some of these older franchises? Who could play the Rocketeer? That's that's my next question. Who should play the Rocketeer? Well, like, play Jenny what, Blake? Do, do, whatever you do, please Scott don't Otis? say. No, <laughs> it's not Scott Otis, and it's not. Please don't say Johnny Depp. <laughs> it's not Johnny Depp, and it's not Will Ferrell. Um, like a hood ornament. <laughs> um, you know, I want to, so some people in the box are saying they've never seen it. Uh, other people, Disney Stitch are saying it sounds great. Um, Gen XM says Ryan Reynolds, uh, Zac Efron. Somebody said Lou should be the Rocketeer. I don't think I could fit in a suit. I, I think you can, make, you can remake any movie every 20 years. Right. And be safe because <laughs> nobody wants the previous generation's heroes. Right. But with that in mind, check out the old Rocketeer right. movie because it didn't... It's not very dated. It would actually play very well. If you enjoyed Captain America, right. I think you would still enjoy The Rocketeer because it's very similar in uh, theming and in timing, and et cetera. Yeah. And, and it's... Zac Efron could make a good Rocketeer because he's good at playing the good guy, you know? You just think he's dreamy or whatever you kids say for <laughs> so uh, but yeah I would love to hear more of your comments leave it below whether you're watching on YouTube in the blog or if you're listening to the audio in iTunes um, come by the site over at www.radio.com I'll post the video here in the blog you can comment there as well we'd love to see the um, the conversation going on speaking of the blog and the site please come by make sure you check it out um, lots of stuff going on there if you're coming on the cruise you've got a schedule and outline Anybody coming to the e-ticket event in yes. September, kicking off Epcot's 30th anniversary? I did a little promo video. A little promo video sort of giving you a sense of what the e-ticket event is going to be like. You can find that uh, on the site over at www.radio.com in the blog. Um, if you like the show, and I hope you do, please come by, rate and review it in iTunes. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Lou Mangiello, And subscribe to my page in Facebook. I can't take any more friends. They've given me 5,000 as a limit, and that's all I can But subscribe to the page. I post all my updates at Facebook.com slash Lou Mangiello. And I hope to meet you guys at events, too. And if you're here at Walt Disney World, come and step out of the box. Join us here live. Meet of the month this weekend. Meet of the month? Yep. Meet of the month? Sunday. And then again, it'll be by food. And air, food and air conditioning is a prerequisite for the meets of the month. If you're going to be at Walt Disney World, check out the events page. You can find out where they're coming up. Uh, I want to thank you guys all again for stepping out of the box, for all of you, for sitting collectively in the box. Uh, thanks again to our sponsor for this week's show, Basque Skin Care. Check out their Facebook page at, at facebook.com slash Basque, B-A-S-Q, Skin Care. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Uh, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, please hang out in the box. We'll chat and just uh, about random Disneyness and <laughs> Rocketeer reboots uh, and monorails and the Avenger rail. Uh, 
If you are not catching us live every Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern at www.radiolive.com. Thanks to Glenn, Scott, all the rest of you who have escaped the box uh, and all of you in the box. You know how much I love Wednesday nights. So until next time, have a great week, everybody. See ya.